Great pleasure. We're going to bring my pal, Congressman Lee Zeldin, House member, Republican candidate for governor against Kathy Hochul. Uh, Lee, first of all, you're safe and sound. Thank heavens. That's all to the good. But I'm reading, I want to get your take on this story that's developing. Uh, Only hours before this attempted assassination, Hochul apparently put out uh, a press advisory, a very inflammatory press advisory, first of all, publishing your schedule, and then second of all, calling you an extremist who was peddling lies, misinformation, and far-right agenda. So, I mean, she actually opened the door to this thing, it seems to me. And on top of that, and I've heard about this media advisory, on top of it, there was also emails that were sent out by her campaign staffers to Democrats in the area stirring them up and then giving exact time, date, location of where particular rallies were. That you know, This Thursday evening rally was the first stop of what's been a statewide tour all day yesterday, all day today, all day tomorrow, all throughout the state. Obviously, security ramped up yesterday morning. But as we've been going to these different stops, we're being met up by her protesters. I mean, it came from an event a little while ago where a whole bunch of her people were. They're following us from stop to stop with this boxcar with my uh, name and face and rhetoric on this camp, this boxcar going after us. So, I mean, they didn't even decide to take it easy for a few days and just, you know, park the boxcar in some driveway and say, maybe we'll try this again in two weeks. So I, I, I listen, political violence has no place in our country. I don't care what side of the aisle you are, what your registration, the candidate you're supporting. We settle our scores at the ballot box, not through political violence. It's been an interesting few days here on the trail. Well, Lee, look, you're a strong guy. And again, thank heavens you were able to stop this. But I'm going to say that she is partly culpable for this. OK, somebody should do an investigation. She crossed the line. I mean, I'm reading this press uh, advice. I'm reading reporters. Let's hear uh, very unusual advisory from Kathy Hochul just now, basically making fun of Lee Zeldin by mocking his campaign schedule this weekend and replacing his events with Democratic talking points about Donald Trump. She she is blasting you as some kind of extremist, which has never been true in your career. You're a common sense guy and um, publishing your schedule. I mean, what is up with that? This this is worse than what they... Well, look, with Brett Kavanaugh, they found this kid who was trying to murder him. But with you, the guy actually went and took actions to try to murder you. And now he's outside on the loose once again. And Hochul has no response to that. I mean, this is an... She is so corrupt, it's beyond belief. She is corrupt. The stories came out, one of them this week, where somebody provided a family hundreds of thousands of dollars to her campaign account. And then the governor does a no-bid contract of several hundreds of millions of dollars. And in New York, we have competitive bidding process. So you might say, well, how is it possible that she got around the law? Well, every 30 days, she unilaterally signs off on extending her COVID emergency powers without getting permission from the legislature. And with that, she, she then claims a power that allows her to say, I'm not going to do competitive bidding. I'm just going to be able to give this campaign donor 
hundreds of millions of dollars. It's it's insane. It should be investigated. I actually called uh, on the attorney general's office to open up an investigation on that. And on top of it all, as you're talking about some of these other issues that the governor wants to focus on, I've been focused on the issues that matter most to New Yorkers. I've been talking about crime and, econ- and economy. I had just released a new campaign ad where I was talking about crime and Jose Alba and Albert Bragg, the need for him to go, as well as Castle's bail to be repealed. And then this happened where right after the attack, the guy got immediately released due to New York's Castle's bail law. How is that possible? How is that possible? They, and they passed they pass this law that states that all sorts of different offenses, you have no discretion as a judge or a prosecutor to be able to keep someone behind bars, even if you feel like they are a danger to society and that they, they are a flight risk based on their past criminal record, the seriousness of the offense, all these different factors. It doesn't matter if there's a particular charge that they're being hit with. If it's not bail eligible, you can't ask for it. And as a consequence, on top of what just happened with this guy who tried stabbing me a couple nights ago, a couple weeks ago, there were two people busted in New York, two Mexican cartel drug smugglers Mm. caught with $1.2 million worth of crystal meth, Mm. and they were not able to put bail on these two guys. Mm. Oh, my God. You know, Andy McCarthy's got a column out, another angle on this attempt on your life. You are, a, you are a member of the U.S. House of Representatives. This is a federal crime to try to attack you. And the Justice Department should be prosecuting this, the Democrat, you know, Merritt Garland. But, of course, they're not. But as a house, you can't go and t- an attempt to murder House members, I don't care what party you're in, and not be prosecuted for that? I mean, this is part of the national crime problem. Yeah, I know that there have been communications on the security front with the Capitol Police. I can't speak to whether or not there have been any conversations with uh, the U.S. attorney or the DOJ, the AG, with regards to them taking action. I'm aware of federal statutes that that would, in my opinion, potentially apply here you referenced the uh, the piece that andrew mccarthy who has the experience as well doing this uh what he wrote uh so that's a decision to make because you have the ability to charge more seriously there's more of a a punishment and by the way this isn't just i'm not just talking about myself i'm just saying across the board as far as a practice because you have other members of congress who have been attacked in the past and bad things have happened where state laws apply and federal laws apply. And the DOJ uh, needs to be always looking seriously, regardless of whether or not it fits a narrative. I mean, President Biden put out a statement yesterday uh, condemning the attack. I would imagine that this is on the attorney general's radar, but I don't know. I haven't heard from Mm -hmm. him. But Liz Eldon, basically for your whole campaign over a year, Crime's been the number one issue. And what happened to you and with this guy now loose uh, on the streets, wherever he may be, um, this is what you've been talking about. This is part and parcel. This is really the whole thrust of your campaign, is it not? Yeah, I've been talking about this every moment of this campaign since before we even got into it. The need to repeal cashless bail, to unapologetically support our men and women in blue. In my opinion, we should keep 
qualified immunity, that's under attack. And it's only gotten worse with more pro-criminal laws that have gotten passed up in Albany. And they want to do more. They feel like they haven't gone enough. Mm. They're trying to pass a new law called the Clean Slate Act where they would just wipe out all sorts of different criminal convictions of people's past that you as an employer might want to know before hiring someone or you as uh, owning a piece of property may want to know before renting out that space to somebody who maybe previously got in trouble for not paying and not doing what they needed to do in some other effort in the past. Uh, So they actually want to do more damage. They feel like they haven't gone pro-criminal enough in this state and that's why we need to end one party rule we need to restore balance in albany we need to support our men and women in law enforcement across the state we have to fire kathy hochel this november this is this is bigger than me this is about all of us as new yorkers it's not about republican uh registered voters against democrat registered voters there are a lot of independents supporting us there are a lot of disenfranchised democrats supporting us it's about all of us as new yorkers uniting, coming together and saving the state. You know, Zeldin, at the top of the show, I talked about this and I basically said, you are the last hope for New York State and New York City. You are the last hope. And the issues here are very simple. They're crime, uh, business, taxes and the economy, regulations, school choice and education. It's real, I want to make this real simple. You are the last hope. Crime needs to be stopped. The anti-business in New York's the highest tax state in the union. And, of course, the teachers union have destroyed education in the classroom. Bing, bing, bing. This is what you stand. You are, you are the common sense candidate. All right. That's how I've expressed it. Uh, my dear, very dear, my very dear friend and the owner of this radio station, you know, John Katsimatidis well. He calls it common sense. All right. And I just think you, Lee Zeldin, are the common sense candidate to save New York. Well, I, I, I agree. We need common sense. Uh, and these are obvious solutions to what are identified by New Yorkers to be their top issues. It's not because I said so or Larry Kudlow says so that we just declare that crime and the economy and education, that these are at the top of the list. That's not how it works. It's New Yorkers hitting their breaking point mm-hmm. and fleeing the state. And they're saying this is what their breaking point is for Kathy Hochul. If you ask her what are the top issues, do you know that she won't say any of that? Mm. And it's because it's not because she believes that the top issues are something else. It's because she wants them to be something else. She doesn't want to talk about crime and the economy. Mm. And that really tells you a lot because she's sitting in that seat right now. When you and, and this is the same problem we see down in Washington. When you're sitting in that seat, if you're not willing to identify what's wrong offer up solutions and accept responsibility, then you just need to move on out and let someone else fill that seat who's going to do the job. All right. Lee Zeldin, for heaven's sakes, be safe on the campaign trail. God bless. We'll talk some more. Thanks ever so much for your time. Lee Zeldin, folks, the last hope for New York. Believe me, the last hope for New York.